Okay. Um, my first advice would be start now. I mean, you don't have to be perfect at the beginning. I know sometimes, like even me, um, you worry about like you want the, your first content to be perfect, but no, you will uh, you will make it better with time. It will improve throughout time. If you scroll through my contents, it wasn't like as nice as it is today. It's a lot of progress and everything. So. Uh, be brave. It's okay to start now and it doesn't have to be perfect now. Hi millennials, welcome to Stories Under 30 by Global Millennial Podcast. We will invite youth from all around the world to share their knowledge, experience, and their perspective to give you new insight and inspiration. We will have an intimate interview with a curated guest speaker and highlight some interesting topics like education, business, art, politics, personal story, and many more. Directly hosted by me, Mufli Dwi Fikri, the CEO of Global Millennial Group. We will meet weekly, full in English, fun, substantial, and I hope we can accompany your productive time. Last but not least, be borderless. Hi Millennials, welcome back in Global Millennial Podcast, Stories Under So today we'll be... Of course, we always have a very interesting topic with a very interesting guest speakers. But today, we have a questar that has more than 16,000 followers in her TikToks. Discussing or have a content regarding the food. It's very aesthetic food, actually. If you want, if you want to do, go to the cafe or, okay, I want, I want to chill, I want to have a quote-unquote low-budget self-healing. Like, you know, uh, people want to have like a very fancy, a very... Uh, how do I say it? a very urban food so you can you can go check her tiktok in Fuji home cafe I hope I hope I'm not uh, pronounce it uh, wrongly yeah but that's right <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's call our guest speaker Miss Sarah Jessica or we can call it Jess hi Kak Jess how are you hi I'm good how are you Okay, just maybe can you please introduce a little bit about yourself, even though I already introduced you previously, so we can know you better. Okay, so hello everyone. My name is again Sarah Jessica, but you can call me Jess. I'm actually a fourth year university student in Gajamada University, and I'm currently majoring in business management. And now, while being a last year student, I also have been creating contents, actually ever since the pandemic started, but we're going to get to that later. Um, I've been creating contents on TikTok, on Instagram, and it's mostly about my favorite thing in the world, which is food and coffee. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so the thing is, is legit, right? If I call you a food content creator. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, why, you, <laughs> why did uh, you become a food content creator? How the story behind it? Okay, so it actually started at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, and so I went back to Jakarta from Jogja mm. and then you know how like in the beginning of the pandemic everybody just started um, to find some things to do to you know fill out their boredom because we're just bored at home during quarantine and so on and so on and so this one day I just decided to revisit my old hobby so I've actually enjoyed cooking ever since I was a kid um, 
even though I never actually pursue it as anything, I just like cooking and I like food. I like to eat. I like to mm-hmm. explore cafes and restaurants or street foods mm-hmm. just to, you know, get a taste of like different kinds of food. Um, but yeah, I never actually made anything out of it. And then I moved to Jogja. Um, kalau di Jogja kan ngekos ya. So we can't really make those kinds of video, right? Yeah, we have sharing kitchen and everything. So I don't really cook there. So when I when I went home, um, when I went back to Jakarta, I started to you know cook again and then make some coffee again. And then that's the time I actually uh, spent a lot of time on TikTok. Like I just kept scrolling because I had nothing to do. And then. Uh, one day it just struck me like what if I can create um, contents that are related to what I like um, which is food and drinks and just share it to the world nothing to lose and I figured like maybe the recipe can inspire people or maybe um, it can make people feel at home when maybe like um, they're in quarantine or somewhere away from their family I just want to entertain Mm. um, other people and also share just um what i make so yeah that's just kind of how the story begin so pure um isang isang awalnya okay so this is actually from your uh, random activities this is your hobby and then yeah you just want to share you just want to have uh, self actualizations yeah for your content and do you expect that you can have that growing followers that grow social media No, I never expected it to blow up or go viral. Mm. Um, even even now, I mean, my account is not as big as uh, other food uh, creators. Like, for example, Dim's the the meat guy. He's so famous. Or like, um, there's another one, uh, another account called Kuliner Sama Chichi. She's uh. also like very famous. I <laughs> my my account is nowhere as big as that. But like, um, just to get to this point, like, I never actually expected like some random activities like me doing my hobbies can get me, um, this far. But yeah, I think um, it's because of um, one one of the reasons why I can get to that point is maybe because of the consistency. Mm. I see, I see. But yeah. 60,000 followers is still big enough actually. 60, 61,000, right? It's still, it's still big actually. Yeah, right. Why? Because my Huge. university and all my university is only 40,000. Only 40,000 students. My university is one of the biggest university in Central Java. So it's only 40,000. So if you want 60,000, so technically it's almost, you almost have to Uh, to university to university <laughs> students yeah <laughs> almost okay what, what what is the turning point what is the, the, the turning point what's the thing that make oh, uh it's fyp or maybe it's become the vehicle what is the turning point um what what uh, you mean what drives me to create more contents or oh no no you you get a lot of content uh, what I, what i get is you, actually you already create that food content is since a long time ago right But you become serious mm-hmm. in like 2020, like when you the pandemic back to Jakarta and then get a content again. So what is what is it? Mm-hmm. And then what is the turning point? Uh, in 2020, it's become grow rapidly. I think it was because I had a lot of free time, and mm-hmm. so I can explore and experiment on many things. Mm-hmm. And then I think 
um like the way tiktok works is like if one video goes viral then like you get a lot of followers and then they're gonna see your videos and i think that kind of uh you know what motivates me as well to create more mm. and um like also another turning point would be um uh, like when i realize um i i reach a certain amount of followers and then i have like some brands approaching me i was like oh my video actually gets noticed by like brands and um they want to sponsor me i can make products with um their i can make videos with their products and then i can actually get benefits from it so that i never that never actually occurred like when i start begin um creating food videos it was never about money even now it's not really about money but now sometimes like uh, sometimes i get paid um to like create contents but it's um I I I don't want to make it like that all the time if you know what I mean because like I don't want to fully monetize it because I don't want to lose the motivation to do it but yeah that's that's one of the turning point like realizing that um my contents are actually being noticed and then mm. uh I have like messages whether it's from brands or just some random people saying that they tried my recipe and they like it it makes me happy so yeah okay Amazing, amazing. Okay, it will be very related to the next question actually because the point of this podcast is actually I want to inspire the youth, everyone, especially the youth, yeah, that you can you can live, you can you can become anything that you want, and it's totally fine. One of them is become the food vlogger. So you already mentioned actually you can you can get money right from that uh, with a collaboration with the brand. Mm-hmm. But uh, even though you will not fully monetize it, my question is actually can you? life properly with uh become the full time of the food vlogger what do you think about it okay um i think in my scale maybe not like live properly maybe like not in my scale but uh, mm. i do know like bigger creators can actually live up from just creating contents um but it is very possible um maybe the reason why it's not like that right now because i'm still a student right i'm not a full time content creator mm-hmm. but um be- because like i've been like in this um like industry for a few months i'm mm-hmm. I- i've started to realize that yeah you can actually make a living out of this um mm-hmm. if you can you know like um if you say yes to every opportunities and then maybe if you have a team of content creators the thing is like i'm a student and i'm doing this all alone i cook i edit i voice over everything alone so yeah but uh, if you ask me would it is it possible to uh, make a living out of this yes it's definitely possible but you just need to um like make a team you know like um somebody do the um editing somebody do the, this and that and then you have to be consistent because like in social media like consistency actually takes you to a lot of places mm. like um especially tiktok yeah um i find it very it's not easy to get viral but it will happen if you just um make consistent content and then uh, you have a viewers like you will get it you will get there So yeah, you can make a living out of it. Some brands actually pay you a good amount of money and sometimes you even get like equipments like often or like mixers or coffee machine. You can you can get that. You can definitely get that. Mhm mhm I see. But do you think that you want to be serious in this job? Uh, I just do it for hobby lah. Maybe in the future. Not okay. Not, yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't really know. I mean for now I really enjoy doing it and I want to keep doing it, but maybe 
later in the future, I might not want to be like a full-time content creator. I do want to have like a cafe, which uh, sells my food and something. But yeah, maybe, 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 maybe I can be both, you know, having a cafe and like still being a content creator. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, but the thing is, you will promote the competitor in the end of the day if you become the content creator and also the cafe owner, right? You will promote Yeah. But let's see, it's still in the future, right? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The future scares me sometimes. So. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, let's proceed to the next question. So you already have uh, some collaboration with some brand, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so can can you maybe uh, tell me the story behind the brand uh, collaboration? What is the best thing and the worst experience uh, with you working with some brand? Okay, I'm probably not gonna mention names. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so far, so far, like it's been quite okay. Like I've never been uh, traumatized by a brand or something, mm-hmm. and. Um, I think the best deal that I made was like the one where I got both the money and like a coffee machine. Yeah, I was so happy about that. <laughs> and then the worst one would be it's not it's not it's not really that bad. It's just that um, when I first uh, started collaborating with brands, I actually made a, ter- a terms and condition. And one thing that I didn't take into account is the amount of revisions that they can give. I didn't write that in the contract, so like. At that time, I had to retake the video like three or four times, like reshoot it from the beginning. And like, if you know how hard and how chaotic it is behind the scene, like I actually record stuff in my room and then care. Um, I need to get like all the milk, the ice, the blah, 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 blah from downstairs. And then of course it cost me money as well, right? Because I need to um, have the equipment and I need to buy some milk. I need to buy some uh, coffee beans and so on. And so it, I think the worst one would be when I had to retake four times just for one content. And yeah, so after that, I just wrote in my contract that you can only revise um, twice. And like the the guidelines should be clear from the very beginning, like what they expect from me. Because sometimes like some brands actually give us the freedom to like, yeah, you can make whatever content you uh, you like, but make sure you uh, feature the product and uh, say like, for example, three selling points of the brand and yeah we're gonna be good with that but some brands actually want a detailed like yeah we want um the the product to be located uh placed like this and then um how many seconds of this what do you have to say so yeah it's it's really it really depends on the brand but do you enjoy that job or not i do i do this is something that I like and yeah, this is a combination of the things that I like. So I really enjoy it. Um, like probably if I don't enjoy it, I would have stopped like a few months ago. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean like I mean like okay, you you in the first time in the first in the beginning you do it uh for for your fun, for your hobbies, and then uh when the money's come, you must be a professional, like you said, you must uh retake for two until three times go upstairs downstairs and so on and so forth sometimes when it's become professional it's become tired right previously i mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. i have conversation with a graphic design with cameras and so on and so forth when 
in the beginning they found it they they enjoy it but in the end of the day when money's come they make it a provisions they uh, it's mm. very tired they're not really enjoyed in the yeah. end the but how about you right now is when the money's come when you have the collaboration with the brand how much you enjoy it i mean like maybe you can give it okay. until 10 maybe something like that mm. maybe when it comes to like monetizing it i would give it like a like a seven because yeah sometimes it is like sometimes it is annoying and sometimes it is tiring mm. and stressful to like retake and everything and like i think for me because i want to keep um for now i want to keep making contents what i do for the sake of my salary is just to you know like sort of like limit how mm. many like how much of the offers will i say yes to because like if i say yes to every offer that um comes to me okay sure maybe i get money maybe i get product maybe i get exposure but yeah i'm not gonna enjoy it because that is that, that is very like a human nature it happens to everything like even like for example if you have a talent in singing and you start monetizing it one day some days you just don't feel like singing anymore so i'm for now i'm trying to avoid it uh, avoid feeling like that so let's hope this works but yeah but maybe like if i one one day got tired of it i'll just create contents and maybe not accept any offers for a while i i don't know oh okay 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 i can i can understand it okay let's move on to the next question uh if so so uh, do you have any inspirations uh behind your content that you produce produce like for example let's say you already mentioned uh cici suka apa cici suka makan kuliner sama cici oh, kuliner kuliner sama cici <laughs> kuliner uh, having kuliner with cici something like that. do you have any inspirations uh or uh, this is just uh originally from for me i mean like almost uh, most of the food content getting that i know they they combine it between comedy and also the food right the food review something like that so but mm-hmm. uh, you have you have a different point of view what i see something that unique make it a food very aesthetic kind of thing do you have any inspirations behind it yes yes of course i do um most of my inspirations are actually uh korean or japanese uh food ah, creators I so i actually enjoy um watching youtube like um if you search hidamari cooking or something like that or mm-hmm. some other korean and japanese creators they actually create like asmr videos and like they're very pretty and very nice to look at so like the initial idea is that i want to create videos cooking or like, coffee videos that are relaxing So people can like cuci mata when they scroll to FYP uh, and just look at something peaceful, you know. So that's um, my inspiration. So it's not only about like the food itself because sometimes like my recipe is so basic. Like I just make iced coffee with like cream, but I want it to be pretty so it can like make people, you know, relax for a while because that's how I feel whenever I watch like those Japanese or Korean uh, food creators. It makes me calm. Home, it makes me happy and then it looks pretty so yeah i, see, I, see. I hope you feel like that when you watch my video ah <laughs> okay cool yeah yeah at least at least that's what i feel actually when when seeing your content even though i'm not really uh and enthusiast yeah but ah okay this is this is mm-hmm. kind of a feeling right like oh for uh viewing that kind of the content like uh make it very aesthetic and so on and so forth for me it's a little bit have as 
low budget self healing. I mean like self healing it doesn't mean you must go to the Bali, go to Lombok, go to Australia, right? It can be also the self healing. Uh, but do you have uh, do you ever receive any hate comment from your viewers? Maybe not your viewers, yeah, from from the people like ah, bikin bapa saja lebay. Kamu ada tak? Do you ever have that hate comment? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even that's I find it funny actually. Like um, kok bikin masakan aja dihujat gitu. <laughs> like um, I'm just pouring coffee. I don't even put my face in there, right? Um, I I got quite a few actually. Like this one time I made um coffee with cream and then like. They just said, "Ah, oh, there's no coffee in there. It's just cream." Okay, and then um, this one time, um, sometimes or uh, sometimes I mix my language during my voiceover because I realize like not all my viewers are Indonesian. Um, some are like some are from abroad. So like sometimes I use English as well in my followers, and then of course like some. Indonesian netizen just go like so English banget sih <laughs> stuff like that, and then sometimes kayak. Um, commenting about my voice, um, like suaranya so manis banget. I mean, like if you talk to, like if you become an MC or talk in front of people, of course, like you're gonna adjust your tone and like talk more politely, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, that happens even even if you don't show your face, even if you're just recording coffee, you get hates. But no big deal because I never really took it personally. It's it's kind of funny. <laughs> Okay, okay. So you deal it with not make it personally. Only that. Or do you have any some specific coping mechanism when you receive the head comment? I just laugh at it because sometimes it just doesn't make sense or like. Ah, I see. Oh, okay. So, like, um, oh, this one time, um, actually, like people in the comment section are like fighting. Like not not about me, but just about my content. Uh, it was about like, itu uh, kopinya doang. Uh, wait, itu krim doang, nggak ada kopi. And then like, somebody like defended me. Let people enjoy the uh, their coffee their own way. And then like some somebody else says, it's not coffee if it's mi- mixed with milk, something like that lah. <laughs> so uh, it's just yeah, yeah I, I don't want to take it seriously because it's not really about you know they don't attack me personally, right? It's mm. just people and their preference. So, mm. Yeah. I see. I see. Okay. Okay. I can. I, I can understand. You will not take it really personally if it is come from the stranger, come from the outsider. Uh, do you have any receive like, mm-hmm. like maybe not hate comment, maybe like the bad, the bad comment, something that underestimate you from your family, from your friends, from your surrounding. Because if it comes from your uh, surrounding, come come from the people that you know, it feels different. You know. I mean, like. Yeah. 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 <laughs> do you, do you, I, I have. I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, just when you asked this question, I just remembered a thing that irritates me. So actually, like, um, I think a friend kind of underestimate the, the job. Of course, I mean, it's new and that seems silly, yeah, creating contents and then making money out of it. It's not a job, man, gitu. Um, but yeah, some, some people actually think that it's easy to make those contents, but No, it's not because I mean it's very chaotic, and then not all of the trials are successful, and then um, there is a lot of cleaning afterwards, and then there's a lot of gelas pecah or like <laughs> minuman tumpah, all those chaotic stuff. It happens all for the sake of like a beautiful 30 seconds video, but uh, and then somebody said along the line of 
ya enak dong kan dapat duit gampang and I'm like sometimes even even this is sometimes harder than like kuliah or my internship or whatever it's very it's very challenging but the thing is they only see like 30 seconds of like a video that is already like edited and then um I made it like look nice and everything with the music on so they don't actually know what's going on behind that um actually crack once making a video so yeah it's it's pretty hard <laughs> exactly exactly I can I can feel you okay Okay, and just uh, due to the time constant, we must go to the end of the question. This is going to become the last question. So maybe do you have any advice or message to the listeners, our listeners, to the you, to the millennials that want to start their career or maybe starting uh, the food content uh, creating? Okay. Um, my first advice would be start now. I mean, you don't have to be perfect. at the beginning i know sometimes like even me um you worry about like you want the, your first content to be perfect but no you will uh, you will make it better with time it will improve throughout time if you scroll through my contents it wasn't like as nice as it is today it's a lot of progress and everything so uh be brave it's okay to start now and it doesn't have to be perfect now and then the second one would be don't mind what other people say Um, there's in our generation there's a lot of creative ways to make money and that's not always conventional and it's okay like I know I know sometimes like being a tiktoker or like a gamer or a youtuber can sometimes um you know can can easily be underestimated by people but if it makes you happy and if it like earns you money or earns you happiness just go for it um you have nothing to lose And don't forget, um, the last advice would be to always be respectful to fellow creators and, <laughs> um, you know, just people who make a living out of this because, trust me, it's not as easy as it looks. And one day, you might become one. So, yeah, be nice in the comment section and don't judge. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, when people have the head comment or bad comment, they always have a fake account, actually. <laughs> Yeah. They, they never have the real account. They, they never use the real account. But thank you so much, Jess, uh, for coming uh, to our podcast today. So, so guys, again, okay, to sum up all the conversation, this is the thing that I always say to everyone that and Jess already uh, emphasized it once again that you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. I mean, like, yeah, like did you ever say mm-hmm. like that? hebat untuk like, so just start it you can be everything this is this is the era of the freedom of choice the the era of the freedom you can be anything you can be everyone that you want the thing is you must be the quality you must be serious on what you love so love what you do to what yes. you want once again thank you so much uh, for, ha- for having a short conversation with me and also with the millennials here Uh, so yeah, we we meet again, millennials, in the next episode. With a still in the very interesting topics, always a very interesting guest speaker in the next Saturday. See you, everyone. Have a nice day. Thank you so much, Kapiti and Google Millennial Group for having me. I hope it can be inspiring somehow. So thank you so much. Of course, as well. See you. See you.